1: Watching and listening to Game Time Decisions. I am Gabriel Marucci, and I'm on the grid. I'm also part of the loudest station in the nation. We want to welcome everybody tuning in right now on SB Nation Radio. Let's roll. Let's bring in our partner in crime, the Raging Redhead Cam Storders. We've got a ton of stuff uh, to get to NBA basketball, PGA golf. Um, the world is uh, falling apart right now for Vince McMahon and the WWE. And of course, the countdown is on the National Football League draft. We're going to give you more props. We're going to talk uh, more about some of the best bets on the board. Gary Gramling is going to join us as well. Sports Illustrated, and SI is doing some great work. We talked about John Wertheim's great work uh, a couple of weeks ago. Uh, But Gary did a great long-form piece on the potential of um, the National Football League draft being hacked uh, by hackers. And not, I'm not talking about like Trump said, like it uh, could be some fat guy, you know, <laughs> on his bed in New Jersey. I'm no, talking about back. professional hackers <laughs> and a lot of, like, basically, basically right now, Cam. Every hacker in the world, this is the biggest prize out there right now. It is. Like whether you are a fat kid in your mom's basement, whether you're North Korea or Russia, and you you know, hey, this is pretty big for America. You would like to sow some more chaos and just sabotage the draft whether it's professional hackers, um, the, the threat, and it's very interesting, we'll speak with, uh, with Gary about this later, Kev, very interesting, the threat of blackmail, that there's a lot of not very tech-savvy guys dealing with a lot of sensitive information right now, like a football coach. And you know all they need is your email, Kev. So basically, it's not just like, oh, well, the draft get hacked on, on live TV. That's not really the main concern. Although that is a concern as well. But a big concern, Cam, is Gettleman. We talked about it. Look at Gettleman sitting on that laptop there. How hard would it be to fool Gettleman with some, hey, hey, uh, hey Dave, this is uh, Bill from the NFL. You need to upload this file um, to you know to participate in this conference call. Like, dude, everybody falls for it. That's what brought yeah. down Hillary Clinton. We're going to talk about it with the emails at Podesta, and he's a smart guy. They're good at it, Cam. You know, I get like 10 of these a day. Dude. Oh, yeah. I get like, oh, your Netflix account has a problem. It's funny. I don't have a Netflix account. I'm like Kramer. <laughs> well, it's funny that but with the phone company, I don't have call waiting. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I get it all the time. Oh, we have a problem with your iTunes purchase. It's funny. I don't purchase iTunes, Ken. But it's easy to get sucked in. So where I'm going with this is, think about this, Ken. Let's say you find out everything, the Buffalo Bills, you get yeah. all the Bills data on the draft. Yes. And you just tell the bills, listen, I'm either going to leak this uh, online to everybody and all your work is wasted or you give me half a million dollars in Bitcoin in this secret dark account right now. Your call. Go to the police. Go ahead and do it. I'll leak this on Twitter in five minutes.
2: No, I couldn't agree more, Morenci. And, you know, I watch a lot of these shows and the dark web is so strong. These hackers yes. are the best in the world. Uh, hey, tell, tell me this. They get your information from credit cards and the things that are a hell of a lot more different and intricate than the NFL draft and their little war room and rankings. So let's put it this way. I agree with you 100%. I would say already hackers have an easy access to the information from the from these players, coaches, and teams. The question is, what are they going to do with it? You're right. Bitcoin, dark accounts, very easy. And you said it. The NFL is the only game in town. So what do you want to do? You want to be that king hacker. It's kind of like Wilt Chamberlain and women. You want to be the guy to slay the NFL, right? Hey, look what I did to this. You're now the king hacker for all the people in the dark web in that community. So I agree with you 100%. I'm going to be very interested in hearing your interview because it is a big-time problem.
1: It's a fascinating—it really is a fascinating situation. Like, literally and figuratively, guys, as we speak right now, like, there are, like, the biggest security companies in the world— they are all trying to get money cam by hacking the NFL. Yes, yes, exactly. I know, it's crazy. Yes, like they call I know. A black hat hack. There's a black yep. hat hacker. That's yep. the guy in North Korea. That's the guy in Kazakhstan right now working with the Russians. Like basically, he hacks you. He kicks back twenty percent to, you know, to the, to the boys type of thing. It's a real operation. Like people don't realize that about like North Korea. Like North Korea. People think, oh, you know, they're a threat and all this. They're not a threat. They got nothing. Like, you know what I mean? They've got nothing. They can barely feed their people. So they're not a threat to the world. But what, how they make their money, actually, he's, got an, yeah, he's got an army of like 7,000 people, literally. There's literally like a couple of warehouses, guys. And it's literally soldiers online all day, stealing Bitcoin, hacking into grandma's credit card in Kansas, like you name it. Like they are, and they know they can't be prosecuted. So there's nothing. So Cam, just imagine, like there's no, there's no law to stop them from doing it. Iran does it as well. Like they know, like they're not, they're not subject to international law, bro. Right? So all they all they do all day is just sit here and look for weaknesses. Ding, ding, and they'll go, look, uh, JC Penny's uh, yep. kind of weak. Bang, JC Penny's. Exactly. Like they search. Like, yep. it's going to be fascinating. I can't wait to speak to Gary about it because, you know, he had a great, great article, which he talks about, talking to criminal experts about it, in which they say, imagine, like, a guy that breaks into houses. He walks down the street. He sees one house. There's a dog in the backyard. Nope. Yep. He goes to another house. It's like, ah, there's like 10 people in there. And look, there's a bunch of pickup trucks. Guy's probably got a gun. Nope. Yeah. <laughs> right? But eventually... He'll find, you know, Cam's house. Cam's, like, snoring on the couch all drunk, back door open. <laughs> Next thing you know, Cam's patio furniture's gone. <laughs> yeah, you don't want my patio furniture. It's worth about two bucks. Yeah, story. <laughs> my father, and you even went to his place, actually, before he I went did. to the UFC. So yeah. if you remember, he had that, like, he had, a little, like, a mini backyard. Yeah. But there was, like, a homeless shelter. Like, literally, like, half yeah. a block up the street. Rough and area. They all used to walk through the alley behind my father's house. Correct. My father always used to leave the door open. Mm. And I used to tell him, you know, one of these days, they're going to come in. And he goes, ah, they're all right. They don't. You know what I mean? I said, no, no, no. I said, one of these days, you will keep leaving your back door. Like, he would sleep with the door open so the cat could go <laughs> in <their house>. and <laughs> oh, out. And I told him, one of these nights, someone's going to come in. So, lo and behold, it happens. And, uh, you know, my father had a few, you know, deep yep. sleep. Yep. Right on the, right on the recliner. Easy. Target. <laughs> yeah. deep sleep. It's like me. <laughs> For some reason, all they took, they took like a couple of dollars in change yeah. on the counter.
2: Yeah.
1: And he had a credit card on, on the table. All right. So he wakes up and he doesn't even know he's robbed. So he wakes up and he's like, I oh, know where my credit card is. He can't find it. He goes into his corner store get a pack of smokes. Right? Yep. He's not, he doesn't even know he's robbed or anything. The guy in the store goes, uh, here's your credit card. Some guy tried to buy a bunch of stuff with it last night in here. Yeah, but I know you. <laughs> he, goes, he goes, I know you. Yep. Exactly. He knew the card. And this is the best part is, he goes, I didn't notice it first. But the card got rejected.
2: (laughs) That's amazing. That's the best. He he couldn't even get beer and smokes. Rejected. (laughs) My father
1: told me, he goes, why the hell do you think I didn't care? (laughs) That's a good point by your father. But in all seriousness, I got nothing to steal. But the NFL camp, they they do have stuff to to steal.
2: Oh, they got gold, gems. You talk about it. And. This is the thing. You know, the dark web, you talk about it. I watch a lot of these shows, too. It's not just me and you aren't just sports guys. We actually watch other things and try to learn. And you know you know what's happened, too. They have murder-for-hire plots. They have some of these dark web, hey, you need heroin? Call me. You said it, too. All over the world, these guys are sophisticated,
1: unstoppable. The FBI's trying to be shaking can, them down. Exactly. And think it think about it. They it's can't. not just like, oh, the NFL. Because they're not dumb. They're not going after the NFL. The NFL is all FBI and stuff, Right. Like I said, gademans, GMs, coaches. Somebody, hey, sorry coach. I got, I got all the access to everything. Yeah, I got I'm not going to tell anybody about this. You know what I mean? Your GM and your owner doesn't know. You know, send $25,000 now. You have 6 hours to send $25,000. Guys, you can even get bluffed out, can? Yes, you can. Some yes. some some you could like send if you got like a GM's email. You could threaten, like you know what I mean, and yeah, you could say, "Well, you're doing something illegal." And listen, I'm not telling anyone tuning in to do this. No. We're just talking about like the real world out here, where people will will say, "All right, if you think you can track me down that fast before I leak this stuff on Reddit," you know what I mean? And then you're like, "Oh my God, they're going everyone, the world is going to know our entire draft board." Yep. They're gonna know all of our notes about everything. We're screwed. Probably more than they'll that. Don't go to the owner and say, We gotta yeah. pay the guy, sir.
2: Yeah. Well, think about it, right? So They're going to have all this information on these coaches who are old guys that have never used a computer before. They have have lackeys to do this stuff. You don't think of me and you, and I'm not even saying we're tech geniuses. Hell, we set up equipment in in our homes and stuff, so we're better than the GMs, I can tell you that. You can send an email. I guarantee, like those scams going on, a lot of these guys would bite. So I hope uh, the NFL, when you have your interview, uh, we could talk about these general managers better not hit accept. They better uh, slow it down because things can get crazy.
1: (laughs) <laughs> we'll move on from this, but there's there's one quote um, that the NFL said, NFL security guy said, he goes, we're doing our best yeah. to try to help every team. And he said, we've warned them about a myriad of issues. <laughs> like, they said, like, like we told them, everybody's going to be coming for you. You have to be aware of this. Like do not open up anything. Like they're they're telling them. But then they said, there's only so much we can do for a team. Like, I said this, Cam, when they brought it up. I said, well, you guys in the NFL, you better send a tech guy to every GM's house. I would say and a tech guy. They're, they're not doing it.
2: Yeah, yeah. They're on their
1: own. Guys are going to be on their own for real. Dude, now, listen, not- there's a phone backup. So it's not as if those picks won't get in. Yet, it's going to be a bumpy ride for somebody. Somebody's going to get knocked off the Zoom pass. Somebody, like I somebody's, agree. somebody's going to accidentally hit something. It's just going to be funny. Cause you imagine you're gonna tell Sean McDermott, coach, whatever you do, do not touch the keyboard. Yeah, don't you know hit. What I mean? Mean? Like, don't hit you know like, Alt Escape. Don't hit this. Don't hit Return. Don't just hit imagine again, some <laughs> some player is drafted right before a team wants it. Some coach just like pounds his fist on the desk. Bing, good job, coach. You just knocked everything offline. You know what I mean? No, you're right. This thing could it's gonna be one of the craziest drafts. I'm looking forward to it, just
2: to see what's gonna happen, Marente. But yeah, I want to see. Cam, I want to see a camera
1: in the team's room. Yeah. like I, I know we will, that's what's going to be cool. I want to see some guy melting down. Oh yeah. Like <laughs> just like slamming laptops down, picking them up. And like. what's the show, the with, the, when the green screen falls in our head and we can't get the shot, I, oh, no, guy! I just see a coach going absolutely bananas. Yeah, it's going to rock. I'm actually uh, really just pretty- it's, it's just like <laughs> fantasy football. Yeah. It really, It's like a fantasy football trap. And it's, uh, it's happened to everybody. Like it, dude. It happened to me in a fantasy uh, fantasy network draft, and it really pissed me off because these guys all have they all have attitude. Oh, you remember in the old days, right? All, all, guys. Angle, yeah, yeah, yeah. all of them, angle, yeah, yeah, yeah. And they were like, "Oh yeah, games in the fantasy league," and I was like, "I'm gonna kick these guys' ass," and I really wanted to succeed in this league camp, and it was like a $200 entry, too. Yeah. And I swear, bro my computer crashed mid-draft. Unbelievable. You know what happened? You know when your computer resets, like you, it was like a program? You know yeah. when it always says like, remind me later, remind me later, and you yeah. always go like, F off, <laughs> later, F off. It exactly. finally ran out of remind me laters. It just popped up and it said, we are rebooting and installing this. And I couldn't stop it. Unbelievable. <laughs> and I was in like the third or fourth round and I'm not calling anyone out, but... Um, they didn't help you out. Let's put it that way. No, no, no. Scott Engel made the rest of my picks.
2: Yeah. I Actually, I, I'm surprised they didn't put you on auto queue or auto-draft. Like Yeah, that's yeah,
1: what they yeah, yeah, So, well, guy... No, hey, that's you... I did. This is what happened. I was on auto-draft for like three picks, bro. But yeah. important rounds, like the fourth round, fifth round, sixth round of a fantasy draft. And I snapped. I started calling people. And I'm like, bro, I'm not even in the room right now. Yeah. And and then I gave access to Engel, I think it was. Engel's all right, I'm trying to save it. <laughs> and you know, I was pissed. I, I was like, oh, yeah. So it's all happened. It's happened to everybody. It's happened to me in an ESPN league once, too. I was drafting and it started freezing. Yeah. And I missed out on the player I wanted. And that's just a dumb fantasy draft. And I was ready to put my fist through the screen. Imagine like a real NFL team missing out on a player because they screwed up online. <laughs> Could happen, buddy. No, you—you
2: you said it, man. It's gonna. This is gonna be one for the ages, man. Get the popcorn yeah, out. It's we're betting on it. <laughs> <laughs>
3: yeah,
1: we're betting on it. So, speaking of which, um, let's check in with the live movement. Jalen Hurts, a player that me and Cam will talk a lot about. And uh, let me let me clarify this too, or you know, state this for the record. I'm a big Jalen Hurts fan. I like, I like Jalen Hurts. I thought like got a raw deal in Alabama, even. When people said in the owl he can't throw, yeah, he can't throw. Have you ever seen this guy throw? He saved Alabama's ass, all right, on more than one occasion. I loved him at Oklahoma. I bet on him a lot. But I'm also realistic in what, what he is in the National Football League. And the hype is growing. And it, it all lands on Mel Kuyper. And, and and let me clarify this too, Kev, I like Mel Kiper. Yeah, I, I think no Mel Kuper's smart. I think he's entertaining. I think he's he's passionate. It's hard not to like like what he does. And if you ask Mel Kuyper about a football player, Mel, tell me about Isaiah Simmons. Dude, he'll tell you everything. His father was uh, was in the army. Um, he had great weak side, little, little, little um, you know, struggles against the run. I I'm, you know, I'm just dating. You ask for a scouting report on someone, bam, bam, bam. Mel Kuyper knows college football, bro. Like he knows every damn player in the country. He'll know more about these guys than I'll know in a hundred lifetimes. Mel Kuyper has zero idea where guys are getting drafted. Exactly. I, so that's the difference, guys. I'm not here to rip Mel Kuyper. I like him. He's entertaining. He's a smart guy. He knows a hell of a lot. He's one of these he's, he's the guru of drafting in the history of America. Let's just be real. On television, he's an entertainer. He doesn't know where players are getting drafted, Kev. So he starts talking. This guy's going up the board, and I like this guy. And we talked about it. The, the sports books—they don't have an algorithm for this. All they're doing is following mock drafts and guys like Kuyper, and he's got—he's got Jalen Hurts going 49th right now. That ain't happening, bro. Jalen Hurts is going 79th. All yeah. right, he ain't going 49th. And the prop is 62 and a half. Ken, it's now plus money, buddy, to the over. Well, plus 120 to the over. Over 62 and a half. Jalen Hurts is not getting drafted that high. I don't care what Mel Copper says. I don't either. And I told
2: you, I think he might go third. And if he goes to the fourth, what are we looking at? Pick 112? That's the thing. Like, I like this guy over that number way over before. So if you want to bring it down under 50, I'm sold. I told you, Hertz is good. He's got a good arm. The problem is, the big thing about the NFL is you're not playing that kid from West Virginia, Oklahoma State in the defense. When things broke down, he'll panic and make a lot of mistakes. He is a prospect. He's a guy that could be a good quarterback game, but he's not a starter right now. You can put him in different positions, wildcat screens, all sorts of things you could do with him as a pure athlete, but as a quarterback, to me, he's third fourth round
1: talent. I like the over. There's just there's too many good players in this draft that that teams are going to take in the second round. Yep. Right. So, you're talking you're talking 62 and a half, 64 picks in the first two rounds. Yep. He's got to be a late second rounder. And I think the odds makers got it right originally. I think they were right when they said 72 and a half. Yes. That was the original number. They said 72 and a half. Then it was 69 and a half. Then it just skyrocketed. Bing, 62 and a half. And this is, you know, we'll talk about this, guys. We'll continue it after the break. How to bet the NFL draft. Don't fall for the media hype. As I stated, respect the hell out of Todd opinion as far as breaking down the guy's footwork. He'll tell you, yes, he, he struggles throwing it you know, on the hash. He knows all that stuff. But they have no insight to what NFL general managers are doing. I guarantee you, there's not one NFL general manager in the league that's going to call Mel Kiper before the draft and tell him <laughs> what
0: it's doing. DailyRoto.com
1: You are watching and listening to Game Time Decisions, or we should say Draft Time Decisions, as the National Football League Draft rapidly approaches. I am Morenci from the town of Richard Renan Camp Stewart. Shout out to everybody tuning in on SB Nation Radio. You can tune in to us weekdays from 6 to 7. Uh, video over at Sports Grid. And uh, normally, uh, Game Time Decisions normally means we crack a couple of jokes and then give you like 22 picks and bet way too many games uh, than we should. Yes. Uh, but we don't have games on an nightly basis to bet on. <laughs> there will be games back, guys. And as we were saying earlier, the NFL, there's too much at stake for them not to do it. There's too much money at stake. They're going to do it. Uh, NBA, similar situation. They're going to do it. NBA is easier, though, because it's shorter. They just need to play yep. the playoffs in Vegas. That's actually doable. Yep. Major League Baseball, uh, I think they want questions. to do it. But that's a big challenge with the testing that you need. College sports, dead, screwed, uh, in my opinion. Hockey, a, a big underdog right now. Hockey's not happening. I don't think it is. They don't, don't have the money to undertake this. Yeah, it's a problem. They don't have the money to get all the tests and shut down everything and put everyone up. Like They don't get enough money back from the television deal. Like The NHL needs the gate. It's almost like if you're the NHL, it's like it's almost pointless to, for us to play without the gate. And another thing, imagine if you're in the NHL, you go through all that trouble, camp and then you go head-to-head with the NBA in the playoffs. You get oh, crushed anyway.
2: Yeah, the people uh, hockey ratings are getting better, but you're absolutely correct. The gate is key for that league. They need to make it, and even when the numbers are better, it's still a blip on the radar in comparison to the National Basketball Association. You said it, but the real loser in all of this is college sports, Gabe. As you said, uh, no fans, no kids on campus, no anything. They're really going to have to regroup.
1: Um, so we uh, we always look forward to your questions uh, of the day. They're always we always have some good sports ones. We always have some whacked out uh, crazy ones. Uh, yesterday, we were asked if we've uh, we've ever been involved uh, with uh, two women in threesomes. Yeah, uh, yeah. Before.
2: Yeah, you said uh, in sure. The past.
1: In the band days. Yeah, when you are really uh, rocking and rolling there after the show. Yeah, yeah. I'm, come into my van. Another time once, too. Another time once, I was doing a show. I was doing a show. It was a UFC event. And a girl came up to me. And I had a girlfriend, though, at the time. And yeah. I'm I'm pretty good when I have a girlfriend. Me too. I'm I'm, very, I'm a loyal guy too. I so agree. I had a, I had a girl come up to me. I actually thought about it after. I was like, wow, man. And then in the end, this girl wasn't too cool to me. In the end, my girlfriend. Oh, <laughs> I Thought so back. I was like, you know I, what? Regrets. Gave yeah. You- I was like, I really should have actually did it that <laughs> night. Like it crossed my mind. So. Uh, yeah, but a girl came up to me. Yeah. She said, uh, I just I think you're I think you're really you're cute and all this stuff. And she goes, I'm here with my friend. It's right out of a movie. And it was like a black chick and a blonde chick. The black chick came up to me and she goes, I'm here with my friend. She goes, do you want to come back to our place and party? It sounds Just like the three movie. of us. Wow, and I, I love looked, that. And the, the blonde girl basically like, hey, sort of like licked her lips even type thing. I was like, oh my God. I was like,
2: Yep.
1: and you know what though? I had a girlfriend and I thought, I was like, it's a trap. Yeah, bad karma. <laughs> I, no, I thought I was being <laughs> set up and tested so I told sorry. the girl I said no, nah, I'm sorry I got a girlfriend and I was hoping I was thinking i better get something out of this good for my girlfriend like I hope she knows that you know I mean I, I thought like I, I watch, yeah. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> like I was being set up team yeah yeah like I was <laughs> being set up
2: that's awesome and then at the end she was mean anyway I said damn I should have slept with those chicks damn, yeah, yeah. I what's, like that one this part of the night Gabe. you were there do you like the party oh I love the party. That's usually a, a good start to things to come for a night of memories.
1: When I was in Hollywood, too, I lived in L.A. in the late 80s into the early 90s. And same thing, once like a really hot chick. Um, I was on a phone. I was on a pay phone. And a hot chick walked past me. <laughs> and uh, she said, uh, if you're here, if you're still here in 10 minutes, I'll F your brains out. Wow. And somebody heard me on the phone. They were on the phone with me. And they were like, bro, what the hell was that? They were like, is yeah. she hot? And uh, I said, yeah yeah, 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 she is. And he's like, you got to stay there, right? And I'm like, yeah, I'm not leaving. So I'm like, I stand there. <laughs> she came back. She came back. And I uh, yeah, need to say, I got to know her. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. And I was wondering, I was like, wow, man. It's like one of the luckiest things that ever happened to me. Yeah. She kept was, her word. I like yeah, it. I was like, wow, <laughs> this is pretty. I was like, I don't know. So, <laughs> you know, it, was one, it was one of those deals. It's almost like out of the movie True Romance. I'm living in Hollywood. And suddenly, yeah. you know, I get this ultra hot chick in my place all the time. And I'm thinking, like, what's going on here? Like, am I being set up? Yeah, like, what's yeah. what? Like, what's the deal? Yeah. yeah so, what's the deal? Then um, I'm walking down the street with her, and she's all nervous. She's looking around, everything and stuff. And she, uh, then she tells me, I'm like, what's the deal here? You seem to be yeah. a little rattled here. She goes, Wow. Well, she goes, I'll be honest with you. She goes, I just got married to somebody in Germany, uh, to a German guy in Las Vegas. <laughs> and I'm trying to shake him. <laughs> and she goes, I charged him for, like, to get married so he could, oh. like, uh, for status. And uh, I stole his car and wow. moved to Hollywood, and he's looking for me. Amazing. <laughs> <And> then, <laughs> right, 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 time. And then I find out she's, like, doing Vince Neal and stuff, too. Oh, wow. (laughs) Yeah, and then then I'm walking down the street and stuff. Oh, yeah, she was a piece of work. I realized, like, I think she was in hiding in my place or something like that. So, like I said, I always find the questions of the day interesting. You never know what rabbit hole uh, will will go down. Could be about the draft. It could be about uh, crazy uh, crazy days. Uh, All right, so this is a good one. Bet 365, guys, has uh, uh, draft props looking at the wide receivers drafted in the first round, under five and a half is plus 162. Good bet or bad bet? I think that's a good bet.
2: Interesting
0: bet.
1: It's an interesting
2: bet. Listen, a lot of the wide receivers are going to go, but, you know, who's going to go in the first round? Some of these guys, I think, in a draft where we're talking about, Gabe, this is very interesting to me, in a draft where technology and you don't have the full knowledge of what's going on, you need to get sure things. Guys that are on your draft board with Even when you've seen him and go, you know what? This guy might not be spectacular ceiling, but I know he's solid. We're going to do this. And with receivers, you talk about it. That's the toy. And, And, you know, something to play with as the child. Oh, I got an extra toy. So only the best, like Lamb, Judy, those guys, you know, they're locks. But to get five, what do they say, five and a half? They yeah, five need and six a half receivers? No way. I I see four or five receivers being taken in the first draft and you're giving me plus money to the under. I'm in. I think four or five get drafted in the first round, not six. Well, I
1: like it. I like the bet. You know, we'll, we'll look at the um, you look at the wide receivers in a the situation. There's so many good wide receivers in the draft this year, guys. There's literally 16 to like 25 guys that could be good in the NFL. Doesn't mean they're all going to be good. But there's literally like 14, 15 guys. Guys like Michael Pittman out of USC is a freaking stud. No one's even talking about this guy. I know. You can get Michael Pittman in the third round or something now. Yes. And he like, yeah, he, he can be better than some of these hyped up guys. Um, right? But you know the differences now, Cam? Is this Mims kid. Yeah, Mims out of Baylor's really come yeah. on right now. Yes. And a lot of people have him as as a first round pick, which I don't see it. I don't see six guys. You know, you look at the wide receivers who are locks to go in the first round. CeeDee Lamb is a lock. And there's a big debate now whether it's going to be CeeDee Lamb or Jerry Judy. And even that swung, you get CeeDee Lamb and plus money before. That's now a pickup. So Jerry Judy, CeeDee Lamb, who gets drafted first is basically a pickup. But CeeDee Lamb is a guaranteed first round pick, right? The kid's going to go like in, you know, in the top 10, 12 type thing. Uh, Jerry Judy is a guaranteed first-round pick. Yeah, Guaranteed. So is Ruggs. Ruggs is a guaranteed first-round pick. Although he ain't going 13 and a half. That's I'm going to say over. He's going to go round 20. And we might get hype with that leading into the draft because there's a lot of Rugs media hype coming up now, Ken. So I'm hoping that draft changes, uh, the prop changes. So after that, Jefferson? Probably. Yes. Jefferson's going to get drafted in the first round. But in the 20s. Yeah, one more guy. All right. No, that's only Cam. That's only four. Or I'm saying if we get another
2: guy, it's even five. So yeah, we're good. So Lamb is good. one.
1: Jerry Judy is two. Yep. Henry Ruggs is three. Justin Jefferson will get drafted in the first round. You're up to four. Yep. So you one. need two more to lose your bet. Mm-hmm. So now you get into T. Higgins. I think teams like T. Higgins, but I think teams second. think I can get T. Higgins in the second round. I don't need to take him in the first round. And I, you know, I don't think T. Higgins is going to go in the first round personally. Um, Claypool, he's I not love, going in the first
2: round. I love Claypool, but he's not going in the first round. Mims is not Maybe. going in the first round. Uh, people are, you're right. It's a lot of draft picks. Right, like, because the media love him? Yeah, that's the thing. No, I don't think there's going to be six, five tops. Even if you throw Mims in there, you think Mims and Higgins? No. Higgins alone is five. Mims alone is five. That is a good number to the under, because I and, see five tops. And the
1: thing is, guys, with these NFL draft props, when you're going for, like, draft position, you know what I mean? They're usually even money, right? right. Over, under 12.5, over, under 17.5, et cetera. But it is good to have a few of these underdog props, because you don't need to hit them all, right? So that that's what I like about anytime plus money. So look, basically, Jalen Hurts, over 62.5 is plus money right now, plus 120. Boom, plus 162, under five and a half wide receivers drafted in the first round. You go one and one, you're making money. You didn't yep. lose money. You didn't make much. Well, if you hit the plus 162 one, you're doing pretty good. All right, so now you get a third I get a third uh, plus money prop going on in here. I remember the NBA, uh, the NBA draft, I took a shot with, like, the plus monies, and it worked out for me because you only need – it's like, you know what I mean, if you're betting on five events, guys, five draft picks – and or five draft props, and three of them are plus money. You hit two of them. It's like ding yep. ding ding ding. Yeah, ding, yeah. Right? you're doing fine. Yep, exactly. And so I, I like it. I'm willing to roll the dice under five and a half. Me too. I, it, it will be bet. I like it. Um, this wide receiver class just so good, and it's gonna it's gonna punish and penalize some guys that might have gone late in the first round that teams aren't really going to have to. You talk. I know you like Claypool a lot. I do. People are going to be able to get Claypool in the second round. Yep. Uh, people like the Rieger kid out of TCU, second, third round, etc. Uh The Brandon Ayuk is getting some push right oh, now. Oh, he sure is. Right? Sure but is. even him, you get him, and he's not
2: going in the first round. No. No, he's not. Some people had him in the first round, and the mock that I watched today, but I don't think he's going first round. I think he'll go second round. It is a really, really hard draft, though, guys. And that's, that's what I tell you. Like, you're, when you're saying, hey, 200 a pop, I'm going to be very careful, like, There's a couple bets where I will smash, but the rest of them are going to be probably $50 ones, Gabe. We can't be messing around. I can't be going 200, 200. Because if things go wrong and the domino effect doesn't go our way, it's going to be a very sad draft day. Uh, You know, we talked about Worf's at 8.5, that number. Oh, we're going under. That's what's one of the best bets. That's what I'm saying. Like, I'm going to circle three or four bets that have big numbers. And after that, I'm going to try to do something that will be
1: under. Yes. I'm I'm also Uh, taking a kid out of Alabama to go under 8.5. Yeah, no, you're right. I can't go crazy. The Jalen Hurts prop to me is the best one. If I'm wrong, I'm wrong. I don't believe he's going to get drafted in the first two rounds. Yep. So if I'm wrong, I'm wrong. And I won't be wrong. We're going to win that one. But you're right. We got to be careful. I'll go more like, you know, I'm going to go 100 on Wirfs, under eight and a half, 100 on Wills, 100, uh, eight and a half. The, I'm going to stick to my guns, like from what I like. I don't think Ruggs is going to be in the top 13 and a half. The big debate now, like I said, like with Jerry Judy and CD Lamb. It's too close. Before when it was plus 160, plus 150 a couple of weeks ago with CD Lamb, we said, hey, guys, if either one of these guys could go first and you're getting this guy at plus 50, plus 60 cents, now it's minus 110 on both guys. Exactly. I don't know who's going to go first. There's no luck. It's not like you're right or wrong, guys. Oh, I guarantee you this guy's going to go first. I don't know. You know what, what I mean? Maybe this team likes Lamb. The other guy likes Judy. You don't know, man. You know what I mean? It's not like a big distinct advantage to this. Like I said, the five and a half wide receiver one, we just went through it. You know what I mean? If you look, all right, for for guys, you're going to get, you know, the the, the certain locks. C.D. Lamb is a certain lock in the first round. Jerry Judy is a lock in the first round. Ruggs is a lock in the first round.
2: Jefferson is not a lock. No, it's not a
1: lock, but close to a lock. It's almost locked. Yeah, we're we're coming down on the lock. Yeah, so Jefferson will get drafted in the first round. But I think Jefferson is in the 20s. And then then what? Is there going to be like a bunch of other guys? Three more? Ding, 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 ding. I don't think so. And another thing is, Cam, like the the total lineman drafted is like six and a half. There's not room for everybody. And I'm telling you, wide receivers are luxury positions. This isn't fantasy football. Right, the general managers. Will go with defense. They go with offensive linemen first. They before wide receivers. If you get the prop of
2: offensive linemen at five and a half, even with juice, I'll take the over. There will be six linemen taken in the first round.
1: Uh, what other? Uh, what other? Uh, what other NFL draft? I wanted to get to this. Um, you talked about. Uh, oh yeah. Will there be a running back? Before we get to this, will there be a running back drafted in the first round? I'm starting to think no. Yes is minus 300. No is plus 220. This is what I'm talking about. You don't put 200 bucks on this prop, but 50 bucks, 100 bucks. DeAndre Swift, I'm not, and we talked about that. I wouldn't even bet on him to be the first running back taken. That's not a lock anymore. I agree. And I don't know. Like, you're betting this prop at minus 300. It's a bad bet, guys. I agree. DeAndre Swift, even if he gets drafted, he gets drafted late by the Kansas City Chiefs or one of these, like, good teams late. Maybe. Maybe. Yeah, at plus 220, I'd roll the dice and say no running back in the first round. Yep, no is good. It's a great price. You said
2: it. What about Taylor? What about Dobbins? I'm not sure. You know what I mean? Everyone's talking about Swift. Well, we'll see. Swift's a good player, but running backs now? We talk about it, man. You don't need them. You need to build teams on the line. They're 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 you, they're luxury items. You talk about receivers. How about the running back? And none of those guys, I think we can all get them in the second round. So no is a good bet at that double price. You could double your money. There's no guarantee a back's going to be taken in the first round.
1: I like no. All right. So there's been talk about the Atlanta Falcons. Uh, Atlanta Falcons poised to uh, shake up the National Football League draft. Arthur Blank, and he is a good owner. Arthur Blank. You know, he was unhappy with the performance after last year. Yeah, He told management, and, you know, we've seen he gave him that chance again, right? And he said, listen, we're going to get back on track. They bring in Todd Gurley uh, right now. And speaking of Todd Gurley, actually, so on yesterday's show, we talked about Kirk Cousins, about how Kirk Cousins just puts his foot in his mouth all the time. Yeah. And— So, Kirk Cousins was talking about, well, it'd be refreshing without fans. And if you actually read his comments, he didn't say suck it to the
2: fans. No, he just kept on talking and sounded stupider. As we said, he should have cut it off. Yeah, he basically
1: doesn't seem to be heartbroken The fans aren't going to be there. We'll put it that way, right? But then he went on to talk about it was a win-win that Diggs has god. And he said, you know, with my contract. And so, he sort of came about him. And I said, dude, just cut it off of, you know what, he was a...
0: DailyRoto.com
1: You are watching and listening to Game Time Decisions. Get on the grid, sports grid, SB Nation Radio, and allow station in the nation. Um, we've got a lot of fun uh, this week. Let's keep it rolling right now. Let's bring in Ian Cameron, a.k.a. Bob Bano. Uh, normally handicapping games. No games to cap uh, right now. But there is the National Football League uh, draft that I see on Twitter, Bob Bano. You're getting tired of watching. You're like Donald Trump. Trump said, hey, I'm tired of watching baseball games from 14 years ago. Are uh, you, you getting tired of watching classic sports games yet, Babano?
3: Yeah, I'm ready to make some bets. I'm ready to see live sports. Gabe, you're right. Uh, you know, I'm just uh, doing what the rest of the world is, just uh, getting getting by right now, trying to keep it uh, keep it going, uh, get, get through this. And uh, again. You're just
1: trying to get your hands on beer, right? That's your deal. You're yeah. just worried. So, how's the beer supply? Your beer supply's good?
3: It's been fine. It's been fine. The LCBO's <laughs> remained open, the beer store's remained open. I did get a home delivery one time, so it's been all good. But yeah, I mean, it's funny. We were talking off air. Hockey Night in Canada here, they're showing their Saturday night classic games. And this week, for the first time, a lot of different teams involved. Habs versus Nordiques from the 80s. I remember that series was a war. Senators, Sabres, and it's uh, someone on Twitter said, well, they've run out of Toronto Maple Leaf wins and victories to show. So uh, Sportsnet finally had to bite the bullet and show some other teams and other games for a change.
1: <laughs> yeah, well, there's not a lot of classic uh, moments in Toronto Maple Leaf uh, history. You have to go back uh, a ways. I guess they can show them losing to the Bruins. Uh, All the time. Listen, they use the term loosely classics often when they show games. It's been a good week for ESPN though, actually. Um, you know, they showed the Dodgers and the Oakland athletics, the, the full game people have often seen the Kirk Gibson home run, but they don't know the buildup and how, you know, the game transpired. And that was real cool. We talked about their Texas and uh, USC on a couple of weeks ago. I know TSN had, um, TSN had Dennis Martinez, his perfect game on uh, You know, they, I, I believe uh, they, they also show Pedro Martinez, Pedro Martinez, um, Pedro Martinez had a perfect game going into the 10th inning. He actually got through nine innings, but it was scoreless <laughs> against San Diego yeah. uh, years ago. Pedro was so good uh, with the Expos. People think of him with the Red Sox uh, winning the championship after, um, but, Um, What what are you looking at now of a battle for the NFL draft? There's been some line movement pretty much on a daily basis. Uh, The numbers will bounce around. Have you pulled the trigger yet on any of your NFL draft uh, bets? Or uh, are you you locking? Are you circling some of them? What are you doing with the NFL draft?
3: Yeah, the NFL draft, a couple that have piqued my interest. Now, I'm laying significant juice with some of these, more than I usually do. But it's dangerous to do. But what I'm looking at here is I'm not looking for value. You know, when it comes to the props, and really, I don't like doing that all in any time with the NFL draft, but especially at a time like this, I'm looking for high percentage positive. you know, you're all, for winners.
1: Me and Cam have spent the last two weeks telling people you look for value in the trap But go on.
3: Yeah, I like, looking, I like. We give people different
1: opinions. So let get to the bat. What do you What do you got? What are you willing what, what What are you willing to lay the juice on? And you thinks so a lot.
3: Well, I did with Chase Young, minus 450 to be taken by the Washington Redskins, number two. Uh, I really think that is something that's going to end up happening. Wow. Uh, I, 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 there's people that are coming up with these crazy trade scenarios. I know it's
1: now, minus 1,200 now, so you can argue, you got value there.
3: Yeah, maybe uh, they— Maybe they draft a – I don't understand the people saying they'll draft a quarterback. You can't, I don't think, throw out Dwayne Haskins this quickly. I mean, it's just one year. You spent a first-round pick drafting. No, 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 him.
1: no. You're right. They don't seem to love him, yeah. but you're right. Snyder liked him, and he seemed to force them on everybody. Yeah. And force him on everybody. But to me, Babano, listen, Chase Young should go second overall, like right? But you're betting 450. You're going to have to sit there, bro, yeah. hoping, oh, God. Like every time they say, and we have a trade, you're going to be like, oh, no.
3: <laughs> like before, because that's what oh, yeah. you got to
1: worry about. That's the only thing you got to worry about. If not, they're going to take
3: Chase Young second. Yeah, I agree with but that. But you,
1: is your bet? Let me ask you. Sorry, but let me ask you: Is your bet Chase Young goes second overall, or is your bet the Washington Redskins take Chase Young?
3: It's Chase Young second overall, the okay. number two overall pick, regardless of team. And that's an important distinction you make, Gabe. You got to read these wagers when you're placing them, and you got to read the yes. yeah, fine yeah, sure. so to speak, because this is number two overall. I'm liking Chase Young taken in that spot, regardless of the team.
1: All right. Uh, so you're real bold here. You gave us a minus 1,200 pick, Babano. You've got to do better than this. What else do you have for
3: the draft? Well, uh, I took two offensive linemen under their draft position, Tristan Worfs from Iowa uh, and uh, Jedrick Wills from Alabama, because I think there's a bunch of teams that are looking old linemen right now. Uh, uh, New York Giants certainly could go in that direction. When you think of what they need, the offensive line's been hideous for years. I know, finally, they have Daniel Jones, not Eli Manning, with a guy with a little more mobility, but that offensive line still struggled, still has to be upgraded. So I think they're going to look in that direction, and I think Tristan Warp's out of Iowa, Dredrick Will's out of Alabama, two of those guys that have a good chance to go under their respective draft position props, in my opinion.
1: Yeah, I like that. Me and Cam have talked a lot uh, about uh, both those players. It's eight and a half. You know, there's no reason why they shouldn't both go. There's a couple of teams. Not every team in the top eight is looking for, for linemen, though, right? The New York Giants are. They're the big key one. Tristan Wirf should go fourth overall to the New York Giants. Yet yeah, you never really know with Gettleman. You know what I mean? He he might shake things up. He might take Isaiah Simmons. You know, that, to me, that's the danger with, with Tristan Wirth and with both of them going under eight and a half. Wills should go to Arizona. Arizona need a lineman. And anybody that watched the Arizona Cardinals played last year, you know, there's some potential there. They only won five games, but they were a covering machine. There's some potential with Arizona moving forward. Of course, they bring in DeAndre Hopkins. Um, they found a ground game as the season went on, and they have something with Kyler Murray. So really a weakness for them. And their defense was pretty good, actually. Everyone talked about Kyle, you know Cliff Kingsbury not knowing defense. Oh, whatever. He doesn't run the defense. The defense actually wasn't a problem for Arizona. They need more talent on defense. But the number one key cog for Arizona, they needed an offensive lineman as well. Like, Wills would be perfect uh, for that team. You got Andrew Thomas as well out of Georgia that seems yep. to be working his way up the board uh, right now. And you can't forget about Becton out of Louisville as well. That's that's the key. I think, you know what I mean? Worf seems to be dropping a little bit now the battle, But I've been telling people... If you take both Wills and and Worse under eight and a half, at Worse you'll go one and one, like one of these guys is going to top eight, right? Like the only thing is, Becton seems to be pretty popular right now, so maybe Arizona takes Becton instead of Wills. That's that's the key there. I like the worst pick though. I gotta believe the worst does not last to nine.
3: Yeah, I, I agree with, the, both, with both of them. I think it's a good chance to go 2-0, and but like you said, one and one worst-case scenario. It's going to be a, a first round where you're going to see a lot of linemen taken. You're going to see a lot of wide receivers taken. You could probably probably see three, four quarterbacks taken. Uh, that's another prop I took, under four and a half quarterbacks. Again, lots of juice, but uh, I don't see any scenario, Gabe, where there's five quarterbacks taken in the first round uh, in, this, in this draft. So uh, even at the big price there, Uh, I thought that was good to look at. The value prop that I like in the first round is the running back prop. Will there be a running back drafted in the first round? I took the no, actually, uh, which is actually plus 225 right now. Maybe Miami with their late round pick goes with, jonathan taylor or goes with deandre swift but outside of that i don't know if it's a great possibility or a strong possibility considering the price you could get with the no right now that there'll be a running back in the first round i think people starting to get wise that you know running backs you don't want to make a habit of drafting them you know with the high uh, draft picks you want to maybe wait see if you can get value with running backs later on so i took a shot no running back drafted in the first round at plus 225.
1: Yeah, I don't. I don't mind that bet. Me and Cam have talked about uh, that. Swift could go. You know, what I mean, it's it's a gamble, but I don't mind taking plus. See, you're looking the lay juice. I don't want to do it. Like, I like the lineman bets. The the Chase Young bet to me is not worth it at 450 because I think I do think there's going to be a trade. I do. You know, the question becomes though, does does Miami have to trade? And they might not have to. Right. I mean, basically, they're going to have to it's going to be a game of like, basically, they're going to be bluffing. Right. Someone's going to have to bluff them into trading up like for the only reason Miami would trade up. Like if everything falls into place the way that you look at it. So Joe Burrow goes first if they don't trade. So Joe Burrow goes first overall. Chase Young goes second overall. Third to Detroit would be probably um, Isaiah Simmons. Uh, or uh, Jeff Akuda, I probably think they'll go Akuda, the kid out of Ohio State, the cornerback. Then you get to Tristan Wirth. So basically, I'm just stating, if you're the Dolphins and the Chargers, you know the Giants aren't taking a quarterback, right? right. Are the Detroit Lions taking a quarterback at three? Probably not. They're on the hook it. for a lot of money with Matt Stafford. Stafford's still okay. He's not a problem for them. Um, I think they were four and two with Stafford last year, actually, as a starter. So, you know, Stafford, he was hurt a lot. He got hurt. But I don't think Stafford's happy there. But Stafford doesn't blow enough that you're going to run him out of town yet. And you have that third pick. They're not taking a quarterback. The Giants just took Daniel Jones. They're not taking a quarterback. So, you, you know, there might not have to be a trade for the fifth pick. That's, you know, that's my only worry about the Tua bet. Me and Cam like Tua a lot to go in the top three plus money. It's like plus 188 or so to go in the top three. Yet, if there's no trades done, he's not going in the top three. That's the problem there.
3: Yeah, I like the over three and a half, but I didn't love the price on it. And that price has gone up. I think it's in the minus 280 range. The last I looked with two over three and a half is draft position. And I didn't necessarily love that, uh, even though I was willing to pay a bigger price for some other props, but not necessarily liking that one as much. The wide receiver, first wide receiver prop has caught my interest now, Gabe, in terms of who's going to go first. Jerry Judy's gotten a lot of discussion. Henry Ruggs has gotten a lot of discussion. But it's CeeDee Lamb out of Oklahoma. We really lost starting...
1: the value on it, though.
3: Yeah, it, I, I jumped on it this morning. I said, I can't wait around any longer. And it was plus 140 when I bet it. And it's already moved since I bet it because you're seeing and hearing these uh, r- uh, reports out there that Philadelphia Eagles, some other teams, might trade up to get C.D. Lamb, the speedster out of Oklahoma. Now it's important, though, to keep in mind so much of these draft rumors and you know reports that are out there, it's like a game of fact or fiction. You know, you really do have to separate what's real, what's possible, what's realistic, and what's just a smoke. Well,
1: people, people read the wrong things. Yeah. They, they, because there's rumors of this and that. And, and he, put it this way, like how would a national guy know anything about what um, what Brandon Bean is doing or what Gettleman's up to? Gettleman doesn't talk to them. Gettleman's not leaking anything to anybody, right? So all the rumors and all that type of stuff, it's all smoke screen stuff. It's all crap. It's just clickbait. You know, to really win in the draft, you have to think logically about what the team should do. And that's, that's all you can do. Like, if you bet on what Mel Kuyper is going to do, then you're going to lose money, right? If You'll end up losing money. <laughs> yes. If you just follow, well, you know what? The, he's, he's, there's a lot of hype about him as of late. Basically, the players that aren't being talked about, the Ben are the ones that get drafted. Like, Tristan is a good example of this. Right now, nobody's talking about Tristan Wirth. There's no good news about him. There's no bad news about him. And you know what that means? It means that everyone loves him. And it means that, like, basically, people are like, just shut up, and maybe he'll fall through the cracks, uh, type of thing, right? Like, um, you have to sort of, you know, the 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 media, like, look at Jay Glazer. Oh, his big NFL scoop. He thought people were, he was going to announce, oh, the NFL starting on September in Texas and Florida. He's like, talking about a guy has coronavirus. Whatever, a million people have coronavirus.
3: Yeah, you know I mean, like, yeah, everyone,
1: everyone has coronavirus.
3: Duped everybody. Yeah, exactly. Yeah.
1: Yeah. So. You know, the, the whole news and clickbait, but it does affect the draft a lot, Babano. Like, that's why I'm saying, like, I don't like the, the minus money bets too much like that. Like, a good another one is the wide receiver prop. It's five and a half. And um, I don't think there's going to be six wide receivers taken in the first round. And it's plus money to go under the number. See, like, I'm always looking for the plus the plus money ones, but not the long, crazy shot ones. Like, the, the, will there be a running back in the first round? That's a real gamble bet, bro. Like you're, it's like I don't, I don't have a problem with it because there's value on it, to say no, Uh, plus two twenty, plus two twenty five or whatever. There's value on that to say no, but all you're doing really is playing roulette there. Like he could be taken. You don't have like an edge. You're just sort of hoping. I think I have an edge. There won't be six receivers taken in the first round. Like people, there'll be four. Maybe five, there'll be a run on them in the second and third rounds. But I don't think there'll be uh, six receivers taken in the um, in, in the first round. And you're getting like plus 160 uh, to, to the under. See, that's a good bet, Babano.
3: Yeah, there's a lot of people that think five's a pretty sure thing in, the, uh, in terms of wide receivers in the first round. But then that big question, and that's why the number's where it is right now, five and a half, is will it get to that six uh, number of wide receivers in the first round? And I have doubt about that. Which is why I think, in terms of that prop, I'm going to stay away. I think it's a fair number right now. It's pretty close to where it will end up being, uh, so it could go either way. But I, I don't fault you for making that kind of uh, wager with that. I'm trying to think. There's one. Is there something else that I took in this? Uh, in terms of these first uh, so you've got, NFL
1: but Joe Burrow 7, 70,000. <laughs>
3: Now, 7,000 didn't get that, you got for us, no? I didn't get that crazy. No, But your point about Mel Kuyper and not listening to him is a good one. Phil Steele, we talk about him in college football, and the years go by, and as the years have gone by, Gabe, the lines and the preseason prognostications are kind of in line with what he's thinking with returning starters and that publication is looked at as gospel by a lot of people. Sometimes it's good to fade some of those opinions of Phil Steele and poke holes in some of those thoughts that he has on certain teams and games. Whereas, same with Mel Kuyper. He's thinking one way – you may want to go against that uh, when you're talking betting NFL draft props. So it's kind of the same kind of theory in terms well, of I'm not guys. My,
1: my biggest regret of last year's college football season is not listening to Phil Steele as I had Phil Steele on the show. And it was before college football started. And um, I said, who's your Heisman? Who's going to win the Heisman this year? And I said, I said, we all know it's never the favorites. And every damn year, it's the same thing. Oh, there's no way this guy doesn't win the Heisman. And the guy never wins the Heisman. Every year, the Heisman winner is like someone that comes out of nowhere. Last year, Phil Steele said, Joe Burrow will win the Heisman. And it was 200 to 1. It was 200 to 1. And...
3: So I, he jumped it on it liked it before everyone else did, obviously, when they well, started he's, to see the was, season play out. That was good in August. Yeah, yeah, exactly.
1: See, he's giving us 200 to ones, but bad. You're giving us minus 450s. <laughs>
3: I know. I got to adjust my values a little bit. Uh, yeah,
1: I guess yeah, I we caught you hard. off guard. Like uh, and then, so yeah, So after the NFL draft, you're going to be screwed. You got nothing else to bet on.
3: That's the thing. I'm looking for wins here. And if I got to lay more of a price than I normally would, like normally I'm not going out there looking for what's a good minus four fifty. You know, to bet at this time? No, no way. But uh, we're looking for wins right now. We're trying to pull in uh, coins and dimes and pennies and uh, any, anywhere we can right now. Uh, maybe a little bit more than that, but uh, we're trying to pull in money as much as we can, Gabe. So we're looking for wins when it comes to these NFL draft props and esports. Esports has kept me going a little bit, thanks to betting on esports. But, and I know that, yeah, the real esports, not the 2K simulations or anything. We're talking about Flashpoint, uh, all the good stuff, Late League of Legends real esports. That's what I've been looking at and I've done okay with it, but DailyRodo.com